Welcome to the Filipino American Woman Project, also known as Tifa Project for short, a podcast show that features stories and life lessons told by American women of Filipino descent. We're your co-hosts, Jen Amos. And I'm Nani Dominguez. And thank you for joining us. If today's conversation resonates with you, text us and let us know at 415-484-8329. And if you want to show us some love, buy us boba at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jen and Nani. It says coffee, but we love boba. Again, that's www.buymeacoffee.com slash Jen and Nani. Awesome. With that said, thank you all for your love and support. Now let's get into the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Jen Amos here, your creator and co-host of the Filipino American Woman Project. And as always, I mean, in the upcoming weeks, it may not be as always, but in the meantime, (laughs) I have my co-host with me, Nani Dominguez, 100 plus episodes now. Nani, welcome back. Yes, I'm still here, (laughs) y'all. Still alive. (laughs) Yes, yeah. Nani is still doing the commentaries with me, and that's how you know that she is still here. But real briefly, Nani, we're talking a little bit about this offline. I mean, you're really just weeks away at the time of this recording, maybe even days, who knows, (laughs) for you to officially become a mother. And (laughs) I just wanted to see if there's anything you want to share with our listeners about just kind of your journey so far. I think that I've shared quite a bit and I've definitely written quite a bit about it on my blog. I'm 34 weeks this week going on 35 almost. So yeah, I'm just like three to four weeks away from my estimated due date. Wow. And I am okay at this point if my son wants to come a little bit early because <laughs> I'm just eager to meet him and yeah, pretty like ridden with like nerves and anxiety. So I'm ready to get that over with and just have him here with me already and pray that we have a healthy and smooth delivery and baby. But yeah, if you guys have any tips, if you guys have done this before, know people that have and you want to throw your two cents in, please feel free <laughs> to hit me You're up. like it's welcomed. <laughs> yes. And share with me whatever you think is useful for me to hear. I think I'm welcoming lots of opinions and advice on just like mentally how to prepare yourself for labor and delivery. And when you're in it, like how to talk yourself through it and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that is what's on my mind lately, other than being exhausted and uncomfortable and out of breath for no reason at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, I just thought we should also give a quick shout out to the Filipino MomCast. Even though our series with them has come to end, you actually were a guest. I don't know if their episode's out yet, but tell us a little bit about how that experience was to hang out with them on the Filipino MomCast. Yes. They flipped it on us after we (laughs) finished our series with them which they so graciously helped us with the initial launch series for Chismas with Jen and Nani, our private podcast, which you can access now in the archives if you sign up to be a member. So after that ended, they actually had me on their show to talk about just being new to motherhood and answer all my questions and talk about (laughs) some really entertaining things that you guys should check out their podcast. It's called the Filipino MomCast on Spotify. I have no clue when they're releasing the episode, but it should be sometime in the near future. So just stay tuned for that. Subscribe to their podcast and you will get the notifications from them on when that comes out. But yeah, I'm just so grateful again to have them, all three of them as resources to lean on and just people to talk to. Like Jen and I were talking about a little bit offline before we started recording today. I feel like I've gotten so much like better support from my community, like these ladies, like other people that we've interviewed on the podcast before, friends, family, et cetera, than I really have from like actual healthcare providers yeah. <laughs> throughout my pregnancy. So again, I'm just super grateful for that. And also really lucky to be able to be on the Filipino MomCast to have that conversation recorded to look back on. And also for other new moms who are just entering motherhood for the first time to use as a resource and reference too. 
Yeah. And we were talking about this offline about how grateful I am to be a part of your journey before your first child, because I mentioned this in the recent episodes, like a lot of my friends in my twenties were moms, you know, I called them mom friends because they were hustling and in suburbia and attending all the networking events and bringing their kids with them sometimes. And I found it very inspiring, you know, but to be at the early stages for you, you know, about to enter motherhood here, I just want to thank you for allowing me to kind of pry, you know, into your life and see how you're doing and checking in with you because, you know, I don't really have a lot of friends that I can think right now. Like I literally can't think of anyone off the top of my head where I was part of that process with them in their pregnancy. So it's nice for me to feel like I can do this for you and to, yeah. and to be here for you and record your journey. Cause I know one day when hero is able to grasp words and, you know, process things like, or process words, like I think he would listen back to these kinds of recordings and appreciate what mom was doing before he came. I mean, I would be so thrilled if I had recordings, you know, from my parents before they leading up to you. Right. So this is an exciting experience and I'm happy and grateful that I could be a part of it with you. For sure. No, you've been there with me since day one, since before day one. And (laughs) I think that even when we first met like two years ago, I talked to you a lot about how I've always wanted a family and, you know, my ultimate goal in life is to be a mom. And so it's really special to have you kind of walking with me on that journey and be there essentially every step of the way and doing these recordings and you asking me these questions and just checking in with me in general is really appreciated because it forces me to be more reflective than I would be just, you know, going through it on my own because I'm so like, oh, I'm feeling this now. Oh, I'm feeling this now. Is this normal? (laughs) Is that normal? And, you know, I don't, or I haven't been lately, at least taking a lot of time to stop and sit down and be like, you know, what has this been like? Like what is pregnancy? What is my take on pregnancy or what is going on in my head? I guess, like, how am I processing all of this? And so I appreciate this space to be able to do that. And for you for prompting me to do that, even if it is, you know, out of your own curiosity and (laughs) living vicariously. I'm like the guinea pig between the two of us on on how this works. So yeah, also glad to have all of that recorded again for like, you know, if you go through this in the future or anyone that's listening is going through it now or in the future or wants to go through it, you know, I hope that I have been candid and like open enough with you all to give you a good look into at least what my experience has been like. And again, you cannot compare your experience to anyone else's because everyone's pregnancy, labor and delivery and babies are all different. But I think it's always just nice to hear someone's perspective on it because otherwise you just have no fucking clue what you're walking into. (laughs) Yeah. I think especially when it comes to let's say celebrities and public figures, like sometimes they like overly glorify pregnancy. Like let's say, for example, the only show photo shoots, what do you call that? Like the maternity shoots, I guess, before, like while you're pregnant, you know, they just really overly glorify or they don't talk about it, you know, or they, they kind of hide their child privately in a sense or give birth privately because, you know, just this whole body shaming kind of culture that is still around, you know, it's, let's just put it out there. It's still a thing, you know, like we don't want to be exposed to that at a time that's so sensitive for us, you know, at least in your case as an upcoming mother. So I just, you know, appreciate you wanting to be candid for us and, you know, for our community. And also just thank you for, you know, I I know that you've been sleeping a lot and eating a lot (laughs) and spending a lot of time yourself. So it just means a lot that the energy, the little energy that you do have left, you're, you know, taking the time that you have, you know, before you give birth to be a part of this conversation. So again, I just, I can't thank you enough. And, you know, when I miss you, I know that I can refer back to these, (laughs) these recordings. Of course. And you won't miss me for long because I don't anticipate that I'll be like, you know, unreachable or we'll still be in touch for sure, even if we're not recording as often, but I'm definitely not going anywhere. So we keep keep talking about it. Like I'm like going on a vacation or something and that may not even happen. I may feel completely up to, you know, recording on our regular schedule. So we will just play it by ear and cross that bridge when we get there. And again, 
it's yeah, just a little hard to plan for because baby will come whenever he wants to come. (laughs) And unfortunately he can't tell me when that will be. (laughs) So, (laughs) so we don't plan for it until it happens and then we will figure it out as we go. But yeah, I'm just really appreciative to have this space, a place where I feel comfortable being vulnerable enough about this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, opening up about the like, I mean, some people love pregnancy and they're like, oh, I want to be pregnant all the time. Or when they're done being pregnant, they're like, oh, I miss being pregnant. I don't think I'm going to be one of those people. (laughs) I mean, it's been a, I think a smooth journey and I'm grateful for that so far, but yeah, it's not like been my favorite thing. It doesn't especially seem like now. Yeah. Especially now towards the end, it's like, okay, I'm ready to not be pregnant anymore. <laughs> not that I have complaints, but you know, I'm just, I'm ready to be normal again and be able to sleep on my stomach again and have a glass of <laughs> wine and just, I'm counting all the things that I can't yeah. wait to do. And um, you can do the whole, like what all the moms are saying, the pump and dump <laughs> method exactly. when you Exactly. Which would be great because I miss drinking with you, you know? We need so. to immediately have, <laughs> like, as soon as I can actually drink, you know, <laughs> which I'll have to get into a flow with yeah. if I'm going to be breastfeeding. And also, you guys, if you guys are breastfeeding pros or know other people that have done it successfully, I will also welcome your two cents on like how to incorporate drinking back into my routine <laughs> while breastfeeding, <laughs> aka like, what are the, you know, do's and don'ts of pumping and dumping and all that? Because yeah, Jen and I need to have a happy hour session ASAP (laughs) with you all. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Maybe I won't drink. Actually, well, I might drink, but I won't say why. That's for just Mr. Jenanani. <laughs> but maybe I won't drink until it's time for us to drink again. Who knows? Who knows? There we go. Um, but you, uh, can, you can lower your tolerance with me because I'm pretty sure like <laughs> one drink will have me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally in 2021, I've only drank twice. And I oh, can wow. recount the times that I have drank. So I think a lot of it too is just having that lack of a social life and just yeah. the awkwardness of things opening up again and not knowing like, you know, just the mixed feelings that people have about being around you if you're yeah. vaccinated or not, or, you know, just wear a mask or not. It's just, we're still in that weird transition, Yeah, for <laughs> you know, sure. I feel like. And so I think for me, it's like, I kind of want to drink again when all of this is over, you know, or when all of this is moved beyond us and yeah. we can really just enjoy each other again, as opposed to having like, I mean, there's already a lot of things to worry about as a woman when you go yeah. out and this just adds another layer to that. For sure. <laughs> you know, so if we can at least remove this layer, I will take the risk of the other, <laughs> the for other sure. things, you know, obviously as safely as I can as possible. Thank you, Nani, again, for letting me just kind of, you know, pick your brain and pry into your life and just your willingness to share all this. And I really wanted to talk about this because, you know, as much as I've been talking about Nani's life in these commentaries, a lot is going on in my life as well. And I'm actually going to save this for an upcoming episode on Chismas with Jen and Nani, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But if you want to know what is going on in Jen's personal life right now, I feel like I've sort of hinted at it very quietly or very subtly but it's a lot. And actually one thing I want to share with our audience is if you guys ever followed me on social media, like, I don't know, like who follows me to be quite honest, but if you ever followed me, I've really intentionally slowed down in sharing my personal life and just talking more about my professional life and my career and my speaking engagements and stuff like that for a really strong reason. (laughs) And again, that is something that we will talk about, which is Miss and Jen and Ani. And anyway, I feel like part of why I also have done that is because I do want to share my personal life with people who are dedicated to us, who are part of our family here, which is Miss with Jen and Ani. But anyway, all that being said, there's a lot of moving parts that Nani and I are juggling with right now. And so the next thing I really want to bring up is to just thank all of the guests we've interviewed as of late for everyone's flexibility. We have like two in particular that I could think of where we've had to reschedule or two or three people, I think that we've had to reschedule or kind of figure out time, actually a handful. (laughs) Now that I think about it, we've had a handful of people. We've done a lot of rescheduling. (laughs) Yeah. We've done a lot of rescheduling a lot of like, instead of using our calendar link, like saying, Hey, when's everyone's availability, you know? And I just want to thank you all for 
you know, just your compassion and your understanding and your patience, because like I said, there's a lot going on on both of our ends and it just means so much. I think Nani, it's actually a testament of the community that we have built and sort of the standard we have built here, which is the whole come as you go and, you know, understand that we're all trying to do our best and that, but it hasn't been easy doing a podcast show during the pandemic. <laughs> you know, there's been a lot going on. So I just wanted to take a moment here to thank everyone who has been on our schedule, who has had the willingness to reschedule with us or move things around to be able to do these recordings, considering with, with everything that Nani and I are currently going through. Nani, any thoughts on that? So yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the flexibility. You know who you are. Shout outs to Stacy, to Sapphire, to Clarice, to Ashley Lanuza, and to Justine Ramos from Hollow Hollow Poetry. These are all people that we have on our books for recording content this month and who have been extremely flexible with our ever-changing schedules <laughs> um, yeah. as more and more things continue to pop up from all these different directions. And we're just trying to manage it all before we move forward, but definitely stay on the lookout for all of those people to be popping up on TJN. And if you haven't already subscribed over there, then you need to go do that now so you don't miss <laughs> out. That's right. And you can check that out at biasboba.com. Yeah. So we'll give a little more details about the people we just gave a shout out shortly. But in the meantime, before we get into more details of our upcoming events, we have some really exciting news. We are in the running, the Filipino American Woman Project. We are in the running for the 16th annual People's Choice Podcast Awards. And let me tell you a little briefly about what this is. So the People's Choice Podcast Awards is the longest running premier podcast awards event in the podcasting space open to shows worldwide. So this is designed from the beginning to allow fans to show their appreciation by nominating their favorite participating shows, culminating with a live streamed award show during the 2021 International Podcast Day live event. And so this is the first time, Nani, that we have been in the running for something such as this. And I'm excited. And let me tell our listeners a little bit about how they can continue to amplify our stories, get our stories heard, and really put the Filipino American Woman Project on the map by helping us nominate our show. So what you got to do, and this is actually in the most recent newsletter that we had sent out, but I'll go ahead and share it here verbally as well. So what you want to do is visit the website, podcastawards.com. And on that website, podcastawards.com, you're going to see a blue button that says nominations voting now open. Go ahead and click on that button. And this is extremely important. You need to register and verify your email address to have your nomination count. Then from there, you have a couple of options. There's a part where they're asking for the biggest podcast influencer. Obviously, you can choose me or Nani or both. I wonder if they could put both actually, <laughs> but you could actually insert a name there. And then when you vote for our show, there's two things that you can vote for specifically. So the first one is the Adam Curry's People Choice Award. So go ahead and you can go ahead and select the Filipino American Woman Project for that. And then the second category is society and culture. So these are two categories. The first one is Adam Curry's People's Choice Award. And the second category is society and culture. So make sure you go in that drop down menu and select the Filipino American Woman Project. There's also other shows that you can nominate. Shout out to Sapphire, who is up in the running for Best Asian Podcast Award. And so I think that feel free to nominate her as well. I think she's under the Best Asian Podcast Awards nomination section, Stories with Sapphire. So feel free to pick her. And by the way, if you are interested in supporting even my other podcast show, Holding Down the Fort, that is under the category Government and Organizations. So once again, all of this will be included in the show notes of the episode. But there's a lot of people applying for the show. And again, Nani, I've done this before. I've applied for the award show before. And my mentality is it's not really about the results. It's more about just doing it, right? Because I think that I very often I hear people People say, I don't know if my show is good enough. I don't know if I'm ready. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm qualified. And for me, it's like, 
the answer is always no, if you don't ask, you know, the answer is always no, if you don't try. And so, oh yeah. And let me go ahead and wrap up here. So once you pick the categories, go ahead and save your nominations. And once again, remember to check your inbox and verify your email address so that your vote actually gets counted. So this is going to be going on till the end of the month, July 31st. So feel free to jump on there right now. The website is podcastawards.com and vote for our show. Nani, any quick thoughts about this? Yeah, I appreciate whoever is listening that was just following along with Jen's verbal instructions, which are also in our newsletter. So if you guys are subscribed to that, you can get that there or you can just rewind about 30 seconds and (laughs) follow along. But I think that even I was not aware of the process for podcast awards and how you have to like, you know, apply for them and have people vote and all that stuff. So I know that probably a lot of people that are out there listening are also not aware of the process either. So it's helpful to have you walk us through that. And again, if you guys love this show and want to support this show and want to really amplify how our community is represented, at least in this podcasting space, then we hope that you will take those resources available to you, such as this, to do that. So thank you if you have. Yeah. And I want to stress the importance of, although like, you know, awards and accolades aren't everything, they don't hurt to have either, you know? And I think that, you know, for me, I'm always looking out for continuing to make our show very self-sustaining. And part of that is, you know, redefining what success and professionalism looks for us. But sometimes part of it too is engaging, you know, in our American society and competing for these things. (laughs) And so, but it's also, it's also a lot of fun as well, because the truth is the podcasting community is probably the most supportive community I've ever been a part of that I can take with me wherever I go. And Mm -hmm. so even though this is an awards thing, it's so cool to actually look through the selection of podcast shows and see my fellow friends, my fellow podcasters also applying and saying that they themselves are worthy for this. And so, you know, please, like we are putting ourselves out there to, you know, amplify your stories and advocate for you. If you love that, if you appreciate that, then again, go to podcastawards.com and nominate our show for the two categories I mentioned. I'll read them again, Adam Curry's People Choice Award and Society and Culture. And I mentioned that specifically because we're not under every category. Like you have to actually like choose ahead of time, like what category you want to be a part of. So that's why I'm being very specific. So that's where you can find us. So don't go to the science awards section and try to find us. We're not going <laughs> to, we're not going to we be, in there. be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for engaging with us in that and, you know, supporting our show. Um, speaking of which Nani, we have a lot of people supporting our show on biasboba.com. We haven't really given a couple of shout outs as of late. So I want to go ahead and run through that. And Real briefly here, why don't you just remind people, especially if this is the first time they're hearing about biasboba.com, what is it and why should they become a member or support our show? Yes, biasboba.com is where you can either support our show with like a one-time donation, aka buying us some boba, and you can choose how much boba you want to buy us. So you can buy us one cup, two cup, three cups, etc. Or there's also a section on that website for you to sign up to become a member, which is where you'll get exclusive access to content that we have put out there already and archived on that platform and future upcoming events that will be live, interactive, fun, and then also archived after the fact for you to go back and listen to if you're not able to make it on those dates But again, those episodes are exclusively available to our members only. So if that's something that you are interested in kind of building with us and being in deeper community with us and really getting more into like the different perspectives that make up a Filipino American woman's life today, not just ours but the people around us and then, you know, getting to know us more personally as well, which a lot of you guys have expressed interest in, then that is where you can do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll be sharing a lot of my personal life on there. It's going to be great. So thank you, Nani, for explaining that. Of course, our private podcast show, Just Miss with Jen and Nani, you can have exclusive access to at biasboba.com. So with that said, let's go ahead and thank a couple of people, Nani. First and foremost, we have Clarissa Velasco, who bought us two cups of bobas. And she left a comment here saying, thank you, Jen and Nani, for creating the space for us to hear the many voices of the Filipino American woman. Thank you, Clarissa. We appreciate your support. 
Yes. Shout out to you, Clarissa. Thank you for the boba. Next yes. time we record video today, we're not recording video <laughs> because it's not that kind of day. <laughs> <laughs> but the next time we do, we will have our boba with us. The second person we want to give a shout out to is actually a new member of biasboba.com, Nani. So shout out to Hannah. Hannah's comment here is, I love listening to your podcast as a Filipino-American woman in the military. It's awesome to hear the stories of Filipino-American women that are similar to mine. Hannah, first and foremost, thank you for your service. And, you know, it's interesting because I do have a completely different podcast show holding down the fort for specifically military families. And I don't bring it up here as much, even though, you know, a lot of us do serve or a lot of our families have served. And so, Hannah, I just want to give a shout out to you and thank you so much for being a member. And we look forward to continuing to build community with you through biasboba.com. Thank you, Hannah. (laughs) We'll see you over on Christmas with Jen and Nani soon. Yes. And Nani, we have a male who bought us two cups of boba. So shout out to Mike Weateka. And if we pronounce that wrong, please forgive me. So Mike Weateka or Mike W. His comment is, just listen to episode 109, Michelle Whirl. I'm biracial Philam too, but a guy. Definitely something I can identify with. Wow. I'm really curious to know, Mike, specifically, like how Michelle's story really resonated with you, but really just want to give a shout out to you and thank you for buying us two cups of boba. And just so glad that Michelle's story really resonated with you. Yes, Mike, thank you for the boba, first and foremost. And secondly, one of my favorite things about our new platform over on Chismas with Jen and Nani is that it does include, you know, a wider range of perspectives. So I love that we're able to be a little bit more interactive and inclusive of the Filipino American male perspective Mm -hmm. and others as well. But I like that we're already gaining traction on, you know, not just Filipino American women who are responding to this content and relating to it and finding it resourceful. So yes, thank you, Mike. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah. Gosh, that kind of inspires me. Maybe I should bring my brother. <laughs> like, yeah. you've never, you've never met my brother, Nani. Like, you no, know nothing. I <laughs> you know absolutely nothing about. I know my you brother. don't talk about him that much. <laughs> Yeah. I bet our listeners are like, wait, Jen has a brother. (laughs) Yeah. So fun fact, I'm a middle child. I don't know if any of you ever knew that. And if you are a middle child, you'll probably understand why I do what I do. You're like, oh, that's why it all makes sense. Now Jen's a middle child, but yeah, I have an older brother. He's about a year and a half older than me. And I have a younger sister who's five years younger than me. And Yeah. It's interesting because it's like, I think about the people he hangs out with and, you know, he pretty much immerses himself in a very diverse group of friends. And so I never really thought to ask him like what his Filipino American male experience is like. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I might have a chance to catch up with the family sometime soon. We used to do like the weekly pandemic calls. Like I think a lot of families did, Mm -hmm. but my hope is to reconnect with him soon. And because he is getting married next year in 2022. And I think it'd be kind of cool to get his perspective and see if he has any, you know, if he has anything to say about his own experience, but thank you, Mike, so much for, you know, engaging with us and adding to the conversation and knowing that our stories uh, are really relatable to you. And representing for the Phil M men. Yes. Yes. Represent. Last but not least, we have a new member, Charity. So Charity didn't leave a comment, but I know Nani, you have been in communication with her. So any thoughts you want to share with Charity? Yeah. Charity reached out after listening to our interview with, I think it was with Michelle's sister, April. I'm not sure what episode that was, but it was fairly recently where we were talking about the Batok inspired tattoos and what the process is like to get that done by, I think his name is Lane Wilkinson over there in Vegas or somewhere in Nevada. So she had recently gotten hers done at the time that she listened to that episode. So she and I were kind of going back and forth and she was sending me pictures and videos of her design and kind of the explanation of all the different pieces of the design, which I found really, really helpful because that's definitely something that I want to do post-pregnancy once I'm kind of back on my feet (laughs) is definitely, I already have a bunch of tattoos and I don't even know where I would put (laughs) another one, but I will figure it out because, well, there are also a lot of tattoos I have that I want to cover up. So this could be also a good opportunity to do that with something a little more meaningful than some of the ones that I currently have. But 
yeah, it's just a really cool kind of opportunity to have to connect with someone like Lane and his admin or his administrative person that kind of arranges the process. Natalia, who she was telling me about, and maybe we could even, you know, have them on the show Ah. in the future. Uh, That actually is a fun idea. Um, So charity. (laughs) (laughs) So charity, hook it up. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No charity. Oh yeah. Back to charity. Shout out to you (laughs) for becoming a member and being so just in tune with us and supportive of the show. We really feel all of your love and all of your, just the support that you have behind listening to the show and connecting with us. It really means a lot to us to have those kind of private, intimate conversations with you and for you to share so much of your personal life as well. Like we mentioned a lot, we don't always need you to step outside of your comfort zone in the form of like sharing your story on the show. Cause I know that's not a lot of people's jam and that's okay. But if you want to just go back and forth with us via email or text, which is what charity decided to do. We just really appreciate those conversations as well on the side. And especially when you know, it it just feels really genuine to the point where you're willing to financially support our show and, and be in deeper community with us over on TJN. So thank you, Charity. Thank you so much. And just, yeah. And and going back to the fact that people are engaging with us already. I mean, that was already a gift in itself. Like that's the measurement I look for, you know, not the downloads, although they're great too, but more importantly, just the fact that people are emailing us, texting us, engaging with us, sharing how the show truly resonates with them has been such an experience. And it's part of why I feel so committed to doing the show weekly as much as possible. Obviously, if things slow down, then we'll have that conversation. But you know, it's part of why I keep showing up because you all keep showing up. So thank you all for your support. And real briefly, you mentioned April Whirl, her episode, if you all want to check her out is episode 94. So go ahead and check that out. A shout out to April Whirl. All right. So that's a, those are the biasboba.com supporters. Once again, as I mentioned, if you want to support our show, whether it's just buy us a cup of boba or actually become a member and get access to our private podcast show, Chismas with Jen and Nani, you can visit biasboba.com. All right. So now for the exciting stuff. I mean, I feel like this all was already exciting, but I feel like I got to keep the momentum going. So the exciting (laughs) stuff (laughs) we have for the month of July, Nani, we have some live events. And so we're really excited to share this with you all. So if some of you already know, we have slowed down with our interviews to build community with people who've been on our show. So the first one coming up is actually with two past guests. Shout out to Justine Ramos, who is the author of the book, Hollow Hollow Poetry. And the second guest that we are also bringing back is Ashley Lanusa. And so Justine Ramos is episode 92, if you want to check her out. And Ashley Lanusa is episode 62. And she is the author of the book, My Heart of Rice, A Poetic Filipino-American Experience. And we are doing a our first virtual poetry slam on Thursday, July 15th at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time and 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. You will be able to join us live on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. And uh, Nani, I just want to thank you real quickly for coordinating this and reaching out to the ladies. And actually, this was your idea. So your thoughts on this upcoming event we have on Thursday, July 15th? Yeah, I'm really excited because I've actually never been to a poetry slam (laughs) of like any kind before. So I have no clue what to expect or how to like participate. So if you feel the same way, then um, that is not an excuse to not attend this event. We're all in this together. And I think it will be a really fun thing to dive into. I'm absolutely just blown away by both of these ladies. I love both of our conversations with them in their respective interviews that they've done on Tifa and really excited to bring them back and have them host this event for us. Um, Justine is the author of Hollow Hollow Poetry, which was recently published just like a couple months ago. And Ashley is the author of My Heart of Rice, which was published. Um, Both of them, I believe you can get on Amazon. Ashley's book was published maybe like a year ago or Mm -hmm. whenever that was that we interviewed. During during the pandemic, she um, talked about it in her blog post about how like I published the book during the pandemic. Here was my experience. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, just so impressed with both of them and they had such good vibes and I'm especially excited to bring them together and have them Mm -hmm. in one space 
with us. So that's going to be a really special opportunity for everyone, especially if you're into poetry. So if you have been to poetry slams before, or you are a poet yourself, or you're a fan of either one of these ladies, then join us on Thursday. Yeah. So as of right now, we'll most likely do it via Facebook Live or YouTube Live, but please follow us in our newsletter or in the show notes. We might make this a a closed event. You know, we might make this on Zoom so that because part of what I'm thinking is we'll have them perform and do some commentary, you know, maybe do a little panel with both of them and, you know, talk about their experience of what it was like to get these books published because not everyone published books, Nani, you know, so the fact that they, that these two did that, you know, yeah. And we're here always talking about like amplifying your story and taking up space and owning it. And they did by publishing these books. So I'm just extremely excited to have them. So once again, make sure you follow the show notes or our newsletters to know the specifics of this event. It will be on Thursday, July 15th, 4.30 p.m. Pacific time and 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. All right. So that is them. And we have another event as well this month, which is with a past guest all the way back from episode 15, (laughs) way back when, when Nani and I were still new and fresh as co-hosts together. We are excited to bring Clarice Aguilera, but not just her, her daughter, Isabel. So Clarice and Isabel are going to be doing a live cooking show for us. And I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong with us are with us. They're going to be doing a cooking show with us and cooking champarado is a champarado and they'll be cooking champarado, which if you don't know what that means, it's chocolate rice. And I grew up with this Nani. So I was like, when she was suggesting some recipes, I was like that one, like, I want to know how to make that one. (laughs) And so (laughs) I was like, I want to know how to make that on my hard days. (laughs) And so that is going to take place Saturday, July 24th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, as well as 1 p.m. Eastern time. Nani, any thoughts on why people should check it out and join us live? Yeah, well, if you know me at all, even 1%, then you know that I'm super excited for this because I love food and I love to eat (laughs) and I don't love so much cooking, but this is supposed to be a really easy and straightforward recipe. So it shouldn't be too tolling. (laughs) Cross your fingers. (laughs) And also the end result is like one of the ultimate comfort foods, Filipino comfort (laughs) foods. If you have never had champarado before, then you should definitely join us to make this with Clarice and Isabel on the 24th, July 24th. I was going to say June. It's July now, (laughs) July 24th. But yeah, if you watch Clarice on Instagram or if you follow her on Instagram, she is always doing some kind of arts and crafts or cooking or outdoors activity with Isabel. I love how, how she is as a mom and also how openly she shares her experiences with her daughter and how she is parenting her basically her parenting journey through her Instagram stories, because I also learned so much, you know, as a Filipino woman and as a Filipino woman also going into motherhood, it's really nice to see how she interacts with her daughter, how she explains things to her, how she involves her in all these daily activities like cooking and also how into it her daughter Isabel is already (laughs) and how it's really like you can tell shaping her personality and shaping her identity as a little girl. So yeah, I'm really excited to be in community with both of them and for Clarice to walk us through that recipe for us to eat afterwards. But it's not just going to be a cooking event. We are going to make it more of like a discussion about our relationship with food and how food has shaped our relationships in turn, Mm -hmm. especially as, again, Filipino women. So yes, we would love for you all to join us and to eat champarado with us after. It will be a live event that you can tune into and follow along, you know, with us live. Or if you're not able to make it on that date and time, you can obviously access it after if you are a member on biasboba.com and let us know how it went for you. Yeah. You know, I'm most excited about just the conversations we're going to have. You know, Filipinos, we revolve around food. You know, so to be able to talk about that with Clarice and Isabel. And also, I just really love how collaborative those two are. You know, they're like a dynamic duo. And I love how Clarice 
allows Isabel to practice her own agency and to speak up and to share what she wants. You know, like even in our emails, she would say, Oh, let me ask Isabel. Let me ask if Isabel wants to do that. Okay. So Isabel wants to do it. You know, like yeah. I, just, <laughs> I just love how she allows her to make these decisions. And, you know, again, this is part of why I have a lot of mom friends is because I just love seeing that kind of dynamic between, you know, a mother and their kids, but also just the mother herself. And yeah. in general, what I have just found about them and their love and compassion and patience and understanding and forgiveness, just everything it is to be a mom, <laughs> even though I'm not ready to be a mom, like I'm so drawn to those types of, you know, personalities to that stage in life to be a mom. So again, I'm excited to, you know, spend time with Clarice and Isabel and to cook some champarado. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I respect Clarice so much as a mom and I learned so much from her, you know, again, just by her sharing her interactions with her own daughter and how inclusive she is and how much the way that she fosters Isabel's like decision-making process for her and seeing the direct impact that it has on Isabel is just so special, you know? So we're excited to have her on TJN when we had her on Tifa. It was one of our like most, I think, surprising interviews that we did at the time earlier it on was, in yeah. our first season, because she actually switched it up and turned the questions around on us instead of yeah. us interviewing her. She ended up interviewing us <laughs> in that episode. <laughs> so again, if you haven't listened to it already, it's episode 15. And yes, we go deep, y'all. <laughs> we do. We do for sure. So, you know, once again, we will be cooking Champarando with, with Clarice Aguilera, with also with her daughter, Isabel on Saturday, July 24th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. And yeah, those are our live events, but we also have some exclusive content that is coming out only on Christmas with Jen and Ani. <laughs> but I've been kind of hinting with everyone publicly what's been going on or kind of hinting that a lot has been going on in my personal life. And so one of the episodes that we're going to release our next upcoming episode or one of our upcoming episodes on Christmas when Jen and Ani is I air out the dirty laundry of what's been going on in Jen's life as of late and you know why I've had to reschedule a couple of times or move things around with the people that we had to, you know, reschedule with, you know, the people that we had mentioned that we have these live events and we're going to talk about it on Christmas of Jen and Nani. So, and part of like why I decided to do this is because if anyone has been, you know, actually following me on social media, and I, I feel like I already mentioned this at the beginning, but as a reminder, you know, I've really taken a step back from, I guess, reserve, like, I guess, like protecting my personal life and only disclosing it to people that really want to be invested. And to me, the way for me to know that people want to be invested in my life, rather than look at my Instagram stories, but never reach out to me <laughs> is through biasboba.com. And so we'll be talking a little about that, a little bit about that in one of our uh, upcoming episodes, original content for Christmas with Jen and Nani. Nani, I've been telling you a lot about my life, like offline. So do you have any thoughts or any things you want to share to tease our audience to subscribe at biasboba.com? Yeah, no, I think that people are really curious right now about what other people's lives are looking like kind of post pandemic, or I don't know if we're, it's technically like kosher to use the term post pandemic yet. Like, are we officially out of the <laughs> pandemic? I don't think uh. so, but everyone's <laughs> acting like we are. So yeah, there's yeah. been a lot of changes happening, I think for a lot of people and people are just curious how they're dealing with it and how they're managing. And so I think that it will be good for everyone who's interested in the Christmas. This is like a real Christmas session <laughs> to know what's been going on in your life and what you are dealing with kind of over the pandemic and now coming out of the pandemic and what your plans are to kind of stay ahead of the curve with all the shit that's been thrown your way, basically. <laughs> So yeah, again, thank you to everyone who's been flexible, who knows kind of behind the scenes or has a little bit more context into what's been going on in Jen's life. But in this episode, we will really be diving into the details and sharing with you what it's been like for her. Yeah. Thank you, Nani, for saying that. You know, we have been consistently posting an episode on a weekly basis, I think since the start of the pandemic and we started Christmas with Jen and Nani. And so on the surface... 
you know, it looks like we have things going on, you know, it looks like we have our stuff together. And, you know, I have been fortunate to, you know, have some, some speaking engagements, you know, throughout this time and even become an award-winning podcaster on one of my other shows. And so on the surface, you know, it looks like my life is going great, (laughs) but I'm excited to just kind of take off my tunelas, you know, for Chismas of Jen and Nani and really share with all of you, what does it take to be a consistent podcaster as well as an entrepreneur in a world that has felt so ever-changing, especially since, you know, 2020. So I'm really excited to, you know, share that with all of you and hope that you will embrace it. But once again, you will have access to that by subscribing or by becoming a member at biasbubble.com. And so that's one of the original content we're going to be releasing. And last but not least, we have another original content that we're going to be releasing with Chismas with Jen and Nani with Sapphire from Stories with Sapphire. She's been on our show, episode 52 and 76. So feel free to check that out. We're going to be bringing her on as well as, I mean, I kind of call her our like almost residential, like spooky expert, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> in a way. And then we have Stacy, Stacy Ann Salinas, who's been on our show multiple times, just some episodes to list out for you if you want to listen to her episode 25, 74, and 100. Stacy's going to be joining us. She's our residential historian, basically, and also one of the co-founders of the Bulletin Center. And the reason why we wrote our academic paper, Panay Podcasters, which you can read now at panaypodcasters.com. But we have these two powerhouses joining us for a commentary on a new Netflix series, Tresse. So for anyone that hasn't watched it yet, like me, like I totally need to binge watch this before we do this commentary. <laughs> Nani, do you want to tease to our audience a little bit about Tresse and our excitement to bring on these two amazing women who've been on our show multiple times already to talk about this new Netflix series? Yeah, I'm so curious on everyone's commentary or opinions on Tresse. And so yeah, this is not like a fangirling episode over the Netflix series or anything. It's going to be a true, honest, like just like dissecting, yeah. <laughs> dissecting what it is these two ladies. I'm especially curious to A, bring them together because we have not yeah. had them in one space before. And they're both, not at all. if you guys are you know familiar with Tifa at all, then you know both of these ladies already. But they are both kind of really well-versed from different perspectives in Filipino folklore and mythology and I think that Sapphire has even like shared a couple of the stories that were episodes of Tresse on our show before, or maybe teased at them a little bit, or I don't know if she shared them on our show or if I heard her talking about them somewhere else, but I feel like it was Sapphire and possibly Stacy too, that has brought up these different tales, I guess, mm-hmm. that have been featured in Tresse. If you guys haven't already seen that or been aware of what Tresse is, it's a new Netflix series that's based on a Filipino comic series called Tresse that you can <laughs> find like a hard copy of to order online if you're interested in the original. But it's really cool to me. I think that my thing is like, I'm not super well-versed in mythology and it's something that I've tried to learn about before. And with Filipino mythology specifically, it gets really confusing because depending on what region of the Philippines you're looking at a resource from, the stories differ a lot. And like the stories and interpretations differ a lot. And so that's why I'm specifically interested to hear from both Sapphire and Stacy, who have a little bit better background. And it sounds like really grew up with these stories being ingrained in them. And they do their own unpacking of those on their own separate time. So yeah, again, it's just going to be a really cool conversation. And I'm interested in what you all think about the series if you've watched it. And Jen, I'll be interested to hear what you think. And if any of it resonates with you, when you watch it, I know you don't like to watch like gory stuff and bloody stuff. And there is a a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty much based in like, there's a lot of like (laughs) violence and blood, but it's not like R, it's not like rated R kind of violence and blood. Oh, it's come more on. Like, I've seen the trailers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cartoon. It's anime. So it can't be. I mean, they do like stab people's eyeballs, but 
when oh, I'm no just warning deal. you, <laughs> just a little <laughs> teaser for you for when you do binge watch it. What I do when I watch it is I just <laughs> go like this on those okay. parts and I cover my eyes and then you're completely fine, you know, just for five seconds, cover your eyes and you can hear what's going on so you don't miss out. But it's not that bad, I promise. <laughs> well, I do have a strategy for like people don't know this, but I used to be a huge Walking Dead fan. Okay. And the way then you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. So part <laughs> of how I was able to watch the sh- the seasons, I have watched I haven't watched like the last three seasons, I think, since I, I don't want to spoil like since a major character. I mean, there's a lot of like major characters I've left, but I'm not mentioning the name, so I don't spoil it. But anyway, my strategy and part of why like I never got LASIK, I mean, part of it too is because I also have like an astigma, I think. So I, I could never get LASIK. <laughs> but part of why I kept wearing glasses is so I can watch gory stuff. I can take take off my glasses <laughs> and I could just see the blurry version of what's going on. So that's Perfect. my goal. That's what I yes. plan on doing. And because it's in English, I don't have to worry about reading subtitles. So yeah. <laughs> like I can purely watch it without yes. my glasses. And that's how I was able to do like the walking dead for like, I don't know, nine seasons, I think is because I didn't wear my glasses. And even when I used to watch reruns, I would do the same thing. So that'll be my strategy. I will do this for all of you. I will traumatize myself for all of you so I can share my thoughts and look beyond the gore and really unpack what this means for our community to be able to have, you know, this comics or, you know, this comic series from the Philippines. Am I getting that right? It is from the Philippines, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. From the Philippines to be, you know, remade into a Netflix series. So I'm just really excited to have this dialogue again. Again, with two powerhouses, Sapphire, she's been on our show episode 52 and 76, as well as Stacy, who's been on our show episode 25, 74, and 100. Although we like mention her like every other episode. So she's technically like on yeah, all the time. Y'all know she's who like, Stacy is. <laughs> yeah, she's here in spirit for a lot of times because we drag her in here, even though she doesn't want the acknowledgement, which is like hilarious. So, fun fact, you know, she didn't want her name on our academic paper, Panay Podcasters. We're like, oh no, your name's going to be on here. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no um, way we would have done it without her. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, that's a ton of updates, Nani. And so to our listeners, if you want to review all that, of course, that'll be in the show notes for you as well as in our newsletter. But I think we covered a lot. And you know, I, I think part of why I'm like overextending this is because I want to make sure. And I know that you may come back, like you might bounce back immediately, but like in my mind, I just want to kind of capture as much time of your, like of you right now before you become a mother. So I think that's kind of why I'm overdoing it. And I just want to thank you for allowing me to do that. <laughs> no worries. It's not overdone. It's appreciated on both ends. And Yeah. I, again, have no clue what to expect, but I know that (laughs) life will be dramatically different in just a matter of weeks. And after that, even if I am back, it's going to be different to have like a screaming baby in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So you guys will all get to witness that and experience me juggling those two priorities too, but I will be here, (laughs) which is the important part. For sure. All right. And again, to our listeners, you know that if you want to reach out to us, you can shoot us a text message at 415-484-8329 or shoot us an email, jen at tifaproject.com. That's T-F-A-W as in the Filipino American woman project.com or nani at tifaproject.com. We love you all. Hope you can join us on biasbubble.com to get access to this exclusive original content just for Christmas with Jen and Nani. And with that said, we'll talk to you all next week. Take care. Yes, we'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you.